Welcome to The Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation, and methodologies of success. Here's your host, Brian Buffini. Well, the top of the morning to you, and welcome to The Brian Buffini Show. Very excited to share some content with you today that has absolutely changed my world. Today's episode is entitled The Ancient Scrolls of Success. And what it is is a compilation of the 10 scrolls written by Ogmandino in his best-selling book, The Greatest Salesman in the World. One of the things I love doing is bringing something new to something old. And many people listening to this may have never heard of Ogmandino. Others like myself may well have grown up with Og and become devotees of what the man shared. A brilliant man. So whether you're brand new to Og or whether you're reading his books like I have for the best part of 30 years, I believe today will bring great benefit. It has to me in the preparation of it. Ogmandino had this fantastic accent. He was born in Natick, Massachusetts, the Framingham area, which I've done many, many seminars in over the years. And he had this fantastic New England accent. And in a world that's very generic today, it just sounded awesome. <laughs> he was born in 1923. And he had a flair for writing even as a kid. You know, he was the editor of the high school paper and so on and so forth. His mother was really the most significant influence in his life. And when he was about 17 years of age, 18 years of age, his mother died of a massive heart attack. And it kind of rocked his world. He kind of spiraled off the path he was on. His mother always told him, you're going to be a great writer. You're going to be a great writer. You're going to be a great writer one day. And when she died, the dream died with her. So Og ended up kind of working in a paper factory in New England after he graduated. And then in 1942, he joined the United States Air Army Corps, where he became a military officer and a bombardier. In fact, he flew not only 30 missions over Germany aboard a B-24 Liberator, he also flew with Jimmy Stewart, the famous actor. Powerful, powerful guy. So he comes back to the States after his military duties, becomes an insurance salesman. But the dream he had in his heart, the dream his mother affirmed for years and years, you're going to be a great writer, that didn't come to pass. And bit by bit, he became an alcoholic. He ended up losing his marriage and his relationship with his child. And he became, by his own admission, a failure. In fact, there's a very, very powerful story of him on a winter's evening, living in Cleveland, standing outside a pawn shop with the rain coming down, looking in the window and considered buying a gun to end his life. He had 10 bucks to his name and the gun was 10 bucks. So the way he tells the story is down the street, there was a cathedral and he heard the lilting tones of the wonderful hymn, Amazing Grace. And he went down and he sat didn't feel good enough or worthy enough to sit in the church, but he stood outside on the stoop with the door cracked and listened to the choir practicing over and over again. And it was just that little bit of hope he needed. It was just that little bit of encouragement he needed to persevere. And he did persevere. He went on and prospered again, rededicated himself to his insurance job, started writing on behalf of the insurance agency because he felt he was supposed to be a great writer. And then, little known to him, there was a very, very famous man who owned the insurance agency, W. Clement Stone, who wrote the classic Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. 
a book that, among others, that Mandino said changed his life, who eventually invested with Og and said, I'm going to build a magazine called Success Unlimited. And he made Og Mandino the editor-in-chief of Success Unlimited, which is now called Success Magazine. While he was editor of the magazine, Og said he would get up an hour earlier every morning. Started writing 4.30 in the morning. His goal was to write a page every day. And eventually, writing a page every day resulted in producing a book. And that book became the greatest salesman in the world. Now, to give you context, here's a guy that, by the way, you can see some of his clips on YouTube. Just a fabulous public speaker, a great man. So I've listened to everything and read everything he's ever done. I can tell you that many, many times over. In the second half of the 20th century, the only book that sold more than his copies of his book was the Bible, worldwide. Sold over 50 million copies of his book. He called himself a beautiful failure. He had so much to share, so much to help people with. And so in this book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, which was really his piece de resistance, he said it contained the time-tested wisdom of the ancients distilled into 10 simple scrolls which if followed or prescribed for 10 months, as Og says, will seep into your other mind, that mysterious source which never sleeps, which creates your dreams, and often makes you act in a way that you won't even comprehend. So as the words of these 10 scrolls are consumed by your mysterious mind, you will begin to awake each morning with a vitality you've never known before. Your enthusiasm will rise, and your desire to meet the world and overcome all your fears will happen. He says you'll be happier than you ever believed possible in a world of strife and sorrow. Well, that was true 50 years ago, and that's true today. So the 10 scrolls I'm going to share with you, these are highlights from the book, The Greatest Salesman in the World. What I'm going to share with you is these 10 scrolls, and I'm going to share with you a little resource that you can download and that you can do the exercise that is a life-changing exercise, and I've done it in my own life, which is taken the 10 scrolls and read them every morning and if you do that for 30 days it'll make a difference if you do it for 10 months like Og talks about it'll make all the difference and so when I sometimes talk about goals in 10 days and 10 months and 5 years this is kind of how I went about applying this stuff this is content that helped shape and challenge my thinking and spurred me on to greater and greater success And so when we talk about the Brian Buffini show, we talk about mindset, motivation, and methodologies. These 10 scrolls have it all. So here's the first of the ancient scrolls for success. Number one, today I begin a new life. And so that scroll marked one, and then a whole chapter ensues. Now, the number one application that I got from today I will begin a new life was when Mandino said, I will form good habits and become their slave. Now, give you context. Ogmandino's book was written as if in ancient times, Babylonian times. And so I understand a word like slave today has so many connotations, just like it did then, by the way. But the context of this is I will form good habits and become their slave. Have you ever felt like you were a slave to your bad habits? You know, it's that unconscious mind, the mysterious mind. They say up to 80% of our daily actions come from our unconscious And that's where we want to go to work. That's why we want to turn these scrolls into affirmations that we read out every morning. So when you put a good habit in place, become its slave. 
Use that habit. Embrace that habit and do it every single day. I like to introduce no more than one new habit in a monthly period of time. Life's hard by the yard. It's a cinch by the inch. And so the dynamic is form good habits and become their slave. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. If it's your new habit is you're going to look at your credit card statements online every day. And you're going to look at it with the view towards improving that, paying down your debt. You look at it every single day. That's your new habit. And you look at it every single day. No matter what, you become your habit. Habits are like brushing your teeth. When you do it every day, eventually you do it unconsciously. You know, studies have shown that most people brush their teeth exactly the same way every single day. And the reason being is you're not consciously thinking of how to brush your teeth because you've done it so many times. So this unconscious mind, this power source for human beings that is so instrumental in our lives, but we feed it so little. One of the affirmations for the day is today I begin a new life. Now here's the beauty of that. If you mess up today, tomorrow morning you get up and you say, today I begin a new life. And you mess up that day. Today I begin a new life. Now it doesn't mean you live in a world without accountability, but it is the language of renewal. And it is the language that will assist. Some people say Paolo Coelho is our generation's Ogmandino. Maybe yes, maybe no. But he did write The Alchemist, which was a phenomenal book. I think over 100 million people have bought that book. He says, if you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. Today, I begin a new life. Scroll number two. I will greet this day with love in my heart. I will greet this day with love in my heart. From the book, Og says, Muscle can split a shield and even destroy life, but only the unseen power of love can open the hearts of men. I will greet this day with love in my heart. Sometimes I greet the day with the news feed in my heart. Sometimes I greet the day with the stock market report in my heart. Sometimes I watch the sports and the ESPN in my heart. I have to be careful. You have to be careful. Our unconscious mind, where 80% of our actions comes from, if we greet the day with love in my heart, if I say that out loud to start my day, then I greet people with love, and I actually engage in that. What a great start. By the way, some of the people I meet at the very start of my day are my loved ones. Sometimes I don't communicate enough, enough energy, enough joy, enough love. I will greet this day with love in my heart. Oscar Wilde said, keep love in your heart. A life without it is like a sunless garden when the flowers are dead. Oscar Wilde was an Irishman, so he knew a lot about sunless gardens. Scroll number three. Now, this particular scroll I read when life was not as kind as it is today, when success was not as readily available as it is today, when I felt like I might not make it. And this scroll, Mark 3, says, I will persist until I succeed. I remember where I was the first time I heard it. I remember what I was doing. And I remember what I went and did afterwards. Og said, I will try and try again. Each obstacle I will consider as a mere detour to my goal and a challenge to my profession. I will persist and develop my skills as the mariner develops his learning to ride out the wrath of each storm. Powerful stuff. I will persist until I succeed. i got to be honest with you. I'm peeking early here, but of the ten scrolls, this is my favorite. 
America's first millionaire and one of the most accomplished men who ever lived was Benjamin Franklin. And he said, energy and persistence conquer all things. I'll be doing some podcasts later on this year on the power of persistence. But I persist until I succeed. Well, that's one to get your head around. Number four, the scroll marked four. I am nature's greatest miracle. Got to be honest with you, I rarely feel that. Got to be honest with you, when I say that out loud, it's an exercise. Og said this in his book, I'm not on this earth by chance. I'm here for a purpose. And that purpose is to grow into a mountain, not to shrink to a grain of sand. I am nature's greatest miracle. The power of affirmations is that it's an affirmation of what can be. And even if you don't feel like you're nature's greatest miracle today, you affirm it. You tell your unconscious mind who you are and what you are and where you want to be. And one of these days, one of these days, maybe your unconscious mind will start to believe that. And the goal is not to believe that you are God's gift and that you walk around with arrogance and egotism out of control. The goal is to understand that you've been given gifts by God and that you're here for a purpose. Dr. Seuss said, why fit in when you were born to stand out? I am nature's greatest miracle. Number five, the scroll marked five. I will live this day as if it were my last. I will live this day as if it were my last. Ogmandino says, tomorrow is only found in the calendar of fools. The fact of the matter is, how would your life be different if you lived each day like it was your last? What kind of energy would you give to people? What kind of emotions would you give? What would you receive? How would you conduct your life? Now, if you would live this day as if it were last in wild and reckless living, ask your subconscious mind why that would be the case. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life, said Steve Jobs. Very, very powerful. In episode 68 of the Brian Buffini show, we had Tuesdays with Mitch. Mitch Albom, who wrote the classic Tuesdays with Maury where he spent time after time after time interviewing his old college professor who walked him through the passage from life into death and wrote one of the most seminal books of our time, over 40 million copies sold. The fact of the matter is, Maury taught Mitch Albom what it was like to live as if your day was your last. The scroll number five, I will live this day as if it was my last. The scroll mark six, today I will be the master of my emotions. Today, I will be the master of my emotions. I might not have mastered my emotions yesterday. I might not even do it next week. I'm going to mess up. Emotions, well, they can be fickle things. But today, I'll be master of my emotions. In The Greatest Salesman in the World, Og has this beautiful riff that I love. It says, if I feel depressed, I will sing. If I feel sad, I will laugh. If I feel ill, I will double my labor. If I feel fear, I will plunge ahead. If I feel inferior, I will wear new garments. If I feel uncertain, I will raise my voice. If I feel poverty, I will think of wealth to come. If I feel incompetent, I will remember past successes. If I feel insignificant, I will remember my goals. Today, I will be master of my emotions. Today is the only day that counts. The great Les Brown, who's been at many of our events and appeared many times at our conferences and seminars and become a great friend, he says, you must be the master of your emotions. If you wish to live in peace, 
For he who can control himself becomes free. Today, I will be the master of my emotions. The scroll marked seven. I will laugh at the world. Okay, here's an aside, boys and girls. There's not enough laughter in the world. And in the culture we live in today, the fact of the matter is, I understand sensibilities. I'm not encouraging people to be anti-political correct. But I will say political correctness and the sensitivity, hypersensitivity to it, has produced a more joyless society. There was a recent situation that happened where the Cleveland Indians just changed their logo. There's pressure on the Washington Redskins to change their logo. Great, and I understand all that. What was interesting is now that the debate gets out of control, a whole series of debates broke out about Notre Dame and the fighting Irish. And the fighting Irish that have a leprechaun and they have this fighting emblem and fighting Irish. And all these people said, well, if the Cleveland Indians have to change, then Notre Dame has to change. And it was all this stuff, all this pressure, all this heat, all this stuff. Well, finally, the Minister for Sports for Ireland responded to the American media by saying, you know, it's okay with us. Because in Ireland, we like to laugh and we don't take ourselves that seriously. I know that's very counterintuitive and I'm certainly not interested in a culture of demeaning people and taking advantage of people. But for the love of Mary, where is the laughter gone? And I will share this with you. I never ever will use laughter as an intentional ploy to tear people down. But the fact of the matter is laughter builds up and can change a person's day. And so I will laugh at the world. And you know what? This world deserves a few laughs because some of the stuff that people are so bent out of shape of are pretty funny. So instead of just giving you one little quote and so on and so forth, I got four quotes for you to get your head around in regards to laughter. One from Og himself. He says, so long as I can laugh, never will I be poor. Think about that. The great Mark Twain said, the human race has one really effective weapon, and that is laughter. Andrew Carnegie, who became the wealthiest man in the world at one stage, said there is little success where there is little laughter. Laughter is the sun that drives winter from the human face, said Victor Hugo. I recently sat down and had lunch with the billionaire. He's one of the poorest men I ever met. And one of the things that was devoid of our conversation was laughter. I'm happy to tell you after 28 years of marriage, my sweet bride, the one thing I can tell you is I can still make her laugh. And there's nothing a sweeter sound to me than the sound of her laughing. I can still make my kids laugh. And there's no greater sound in my ears than the sound of my kids laughing. I will laugh at the world. Not that I'll make fun of the world. Not that I will demean people. Not that I will trash people. The scroll said, I will laugh at the world. Oh, by the way, just think about that. When you affirm that to your unconscious mind, as opposed to, I'm going to get stressed out by the next clickbait headline. I'm going to get stressed out by the latest internet sensation. I'm going to get stressed out by the media frenzy that's around a particular topic that I didn't care about 24 hours ago. I will laugh at the world. The scroll marked date. Today, I will multiply my value a hundredfold. Today, I will multiply my value a hundredfold. In his book, Og said, never will I be of concern. My goals are too high. The great Albert Einstein said this, try not to become a person of success, but rather try to become a person of value. Albert Einstein was a smart guy, right? Because he understood this. If you become a person of value, 
your value will multiply. Diamonds are valuable because of the value they represent. You represent tremendous value. And it requires polishing and it requires refining. It requires knocking off some lumps. You've ever heard the phrase, a diamond in the rough? I know this. In leading the largest coaching company in North America, we've met many, many a client when we met them were a diamond. Sometimes they thought they were a cubic psychonium. Sometimes they thought they were an imposter. Sometimes they thought they were plastic. But the truth of the matter is, they were a diamond. Now, it takes a little bit of work to go and knock off those rough edges. It takes a little bit of polishing. But better to be polished than to be broken down. Today, I will multiply my value. Now, by the way, if you listen, today and today and today is said a lot in the greatest salesman in the world. Today is a powerful word. The fact of the matter is one of Og's greatest presentations I ever heard him give was when he talked about that failures act as if they had a thousand years to live. That's why these scrolls often say the word today. Here's another immediate. It's the scroll marked nine. And it says, I will act now. I will act now. My dreams are worthless. My plans are dust. My goals are impossible. All are of no value unless they are followed by action. I hope you're a person of action. I really do. I'm glad you're listening to the podcast. But I'll be honest with you. If you listen to this podcast every time a show comes out and we're pouring ourselves into you and at the end of a year you've done nothing with the content you've heard, you're probably better off never having heard it at all. The only thing that counts is what do you do with the information. Be a man of action. Be a woman of action. And again, the sense of urgency says, I will act now. The great artist Pablo Picasso said, action is the foundational key to all success. I don't want to be around people of good intentions. You've heard the phrase, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I like to be around people with good actions. Now, by the way, when you act, sometimes you make mistakes. Sometimes you leap before you look. That's true. But the fact of the matter is you're in the game. You're fighting the fight. I will act now. The scroll marked 10. I will pray for guidance. Og said, I ask not for gold or garments or even opportunities equal to my ability. Instead, guide me so that I may acquire ability equal to my opportunities. I love the old quote that says, seven days without prayer makes one weak. The fact of the matter is, it's a very powerful thing to know that there's something and someone more powerful than you in this universe. And it's always a powerful thing to pray for guidance. So we have the 10 scrolls. Today I begin a new life. I will greet this day with love in my heart. I will persist until I succeed. I am nature's greatest miracle. I will live this day as if it were my last. Today I will be master of my emotions. I will laugh at the world. Today I will multiply my value a hundredfold. I will act now. I will pray for guidance. One of the keys to the greatest salesman in the world is that Og suggested that the scrolls be read out loud every morning. So, I have a little gift for you. The great creative team at Buffini and Company have built you a beautiful looking scroll with the 10 scrolls written on it. Go to thebrianbuffinishow.com and download the scroll and place it where you're going to see it every single day. And here's the deal. You read it out loud 
every single morning. The goal is you're having a conversation between you and your unconscious mind. Studies have shown that up to 80% of our actions come out of our unconscious mind. Now, Og recommended that you do it every single day for 30 days and then review how you feel. If he said, if you really want to master this, you do it every single day for 10 months. Now, I've tried that many times, and I will say this. I have done the 30 days successfully on a number of occasions. I've never made it every single day to 10 months. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do following this podcast. I am going to promise you this. I am going to download the scroll myself. I am going to have one copy by my bed. The other, I'm going to tape up in the mirror of my bathroom. I will read out this scroll out loud every single day. And I'll let you know my progress. I've done this exercise many, many times. But i got to tell you, it's been a long time. And in my joy to bring this information to all of you today, it kind of reminded me, hey, Brian, when was the last time you did this? So I'm going to lead by example. I think you'll hear the difference in the podcast. I think you'll hear the difference in the presentations I give. I think I will see the fact that the greatest salesman in the world is based on principles, and principles don't change. And these principles that affected me 25 years ago will affect me today. The one regret I have in my personal growth journey is I had a chance in 1994 to go see the man, and I didn't go. And I said, I'll catch him next time. And that was an action contrary to the scrolls. I didn't act now. I didn't take care of today. The truth of the matter is, if it was the last day on earth, I would have taken people I loved, and I would have sat down and listened to Agmandino. I would have. He was dead within 18 months. That's why, if you get a chance, go. If you want to go to an event, be there. If you've set a goal, don't mess around. You'll rarely lament the fact that you acted and went you'll often lament the fact that you didn't. I know I have. By the way, if you want more than just a scroll to help you to get to the next level, visit buffiniandcompany.com, buffiniandcompany.com, slash CCS. And what we're going to do, and this is the first time we've ever done this in two years of our podcasting, is we're going to offer anyone who wants a free coaching session from one of our world-class business coaches. And that's to kind of help you get going and to get you down the path and maybe setting a few goals and getting a few steps set up to take a major step towards your next success. Like I said, I've been re-inspired by this content myself. What a great privilege it is that I get to do this work because as I light a path for you guys, it turns out I light a path for myself as well. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. And as I finish here today, I'm going to close with the words of my grandfather, which he didn't commit to a scroll, but it's a scroll upon my heart because these are principles that never change too. May the roads rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sunshine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, and I hope when we do, you'll have read these scrolls every single day. May God hold you in the hollow of his hand. We'll see you next time. Music.